the College Basketball Experience Preview and Picks episode for Wednesday, March 15th, and first round uh, Thursday of the NCAA tournament episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Rosso brought to you by the DJ dance. Yes. Come cut a rug with us because our March madness bankroll contest is back free to enter. And a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got the first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store or Google Play Store. So grab that thing today and remember to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Basketball experience preview and picks edition for Wednesday, March 15th, but also for the opening round. Yes, Thursday, the 16th of March, NCAA tournament picks. We will be going game by game, picking every single game to make sure your bracket's perfect. I'm joking. Uh, If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick. Don D, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Ho, ho, ho. Almost played the wrong music. <laughs> Yeah, fighting, fighting, a, fighting a good fight right now. You know what I mean? They came for the, the land down under music. Can't do it anymore. But I'm excited about college basketball. And look, we're live from Las Vegas, Nevada in the Blue Wire Studios over at the Win. What's not to love, people? What is not to love? I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former. Former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast, host of the Ryan and Russ Show. Give it up for Moneyline Mac. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready for some March Madness? Yes, the return of the Mac, and I am ready for March Madness and. Look, it's great to be in Vegas. It's great to be doing this uh, at this fine, fine studio. And whoa, what do I see over <laughs> there? Look, if you're watching on YouTube, and shout out to our chat. <laughs> He's in studio over here. Uh, we have third man in the studio. 
not third man in the booth. Ah, I guess it works, right? Host of the college baseball experience. The man behind the man behind the man. He's normally behind the scenes like a wizard, all right? Give it up for Noah Beanick. He is in Las Vegas. What's going on, guys? First time to <laughs> Vegas, buddy. It is. It is. Uh, Have you tried? Nothing. Like I've been running around with my head cut off. When, <laughs> when we pulled in, so I'm staying on, <clears throat> it's a street called Carson. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, back in school, Carson Street was where the baseball house was, the lacrosse house was, and the soccer house was. And all of us had parties every weekend. I'm like, this is a good sign. I, I recognize, I recognize <laughs> yeah. this street. And then I jump in an Uber to come to WinBet where this beautiful studio is. Yeah. And guess what song was playing? Oh, I texted you guys. Return of the And Mac. the chorus hits as soon as I jump in the car. I'm like, in all caps, this is going to be a That's great, what I'm saying. I'm trying voice. to get those plays before they come for me on that one. You know how we do it here on the college basketball experience. And, uh, well, I mean, right now we are sweating out action in this fine, fine NCAA tournament because the play-in games happened today. And, uh, well, I mean... I Benedict a certain pick. I took Southeast Missouri State. I got plus four, so I didn't lose money. I guess I can't complain there when I found out that Texas A&M Corpus Christi's uh, one of their better players wasn't available. Mac, uh, you took this one, correct? I stayed on Corpus Christi. I know. And you got three and a half. Yeah. yeah. So you should be very happy. You know, life's good. What can I say? Life is good. You hit it at at the three and a half there. Take the free throws. Yeah. Uh, Noah, did you do anything in this one? No, I had not played a single bet yet. All in tomorrow, though. <laughs> there we go. All in together now. Let's go. Uh, NIT, a bunch of games happened. I just lost money on Villanova. Then again, I feel like a lot of players didn't play. I hate sports in 2023. I'm joking. All right, I'm not going to. We gonna... love Carolina basketball. Though. Yeah. North Carolina, their whole team just didn't show up. All right. Someone just moved along. Um, I did win on Vanderbilt, though. So NIT treating me all right. Uh, look, we're not going to go through all the NIT games as far as re- reaction. All right, we'll pick every NIT game. We'll pick every CBI, CIT, CTI, UTI, whatever. All right, we're going to pick them all. But we're not going to recap the, uh, the the NIT games. All right, no game balls, no nothing. We're jumping right into tomorrow, the big NCAA tournament, the play-in games. Fairly Dickinson, Texas Southern. Oh, Moneyline Mac, do I even need to ask you, what'd you hit on with Texas Southern again? Plus 1,300, baby. Let's yeah. go. So I can only make one assumption when it comes to this fair dick Texas Southern game. I'm just making the assumption you're laying the two with Texas Southern. Yeah, because they got the experience in this game. You know, I've ridden this uh, fairly Dickinson team all year, but the experience, Johnny Jones, Texas Southern, you got to take the experience here. I'll lay the points with uh, the Tigers. Well, and remember, Fairleigh Dickinson didn't even win their own tournament. Correct. They lost to Merrimack, but because of a stupid NCAA policy, somehow Fairleigh Dickinson ends up in the NCAA tournament. I want to be in a conference like that. You know, I want my university to say, hey, you know, if we don't win it, don't worry, we're still in. Participation trophy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep. Uh, I'm on Texas Southern minus two as well. I just think the athleticism. I watched a lot of NEC basketball. There's only one conference that the, the tarp comes down. All right. Uh, you know, like the old gymnasium where they're playing dodgeball on the other side. The divider. And there's a line at the water fountain in the vending machine. Uh, that's enough for me to, to take Texas Southern. Noah, 
Is there any chance you're on fair dick? No, I, I, for me, I'm going away from fair dick. Cause one, they did not win that conference tournament. It's yeah. somewhat of a, you know, uh, something hanging over their shoulder yeah. that they're, uh, you know, Texas Southern earned their way into it by winning. Um, and for me, they have the experience in the first four, like you guys have already mentioned. So I'm riding with the tigers here. Yeah. Let's lay the two. We'll all be watching that tomorrow. And of course, don't forget folks. We here at the sports gambling podcast network, we bet the under in the first half, which went one and one today, but it's okay. You got to do all 36 of them, all 36 of them, or it doesn't work. Uh, so I'm laying the two first half, uh, under, of course, we're playing that, uh, the other NCAA tournament going uh, game going on uh, in the play-in games here, Dayton, Ohio, Nevada, the Wolfpack, Steve Alford, backed his way into the NCAA tournament, taking on Bob Hurley, maybe coaching for his future in Tempe. Arizona State's laying two, and I hate to open up so chalky, but I am all over Arizona State minus two. Uh, the fact that they have two players that get substantial playing time that played for Nevada last year, I think could be an advantage, you know, for Arizona state saying, this is what they like to do. This is how we could stop them. And I just think Arizona state's a better basketball team. Now, does that Arizona state's a strange team in football and basketball. They can always beat like the number one team, but couldn't lose to anybody. So there's always that risk with taking the sun devils. I'm laying the two. I feel better about this than the Texas Southern game though. What are you doing here? You know, it's funny. We go into the first four, and three out of the four coaches are on our ultimate fade list. Jeff Capel at Pitt, <laughs> uh, Bobby Hurley at Arizona yeah. State, and now Steve Alford at Nevada. Now, you got both of them here. When in doubt, I'm going to take the dog here. I'm going to take Nevada here. Oh. I'm going to go the other way. I think the Mountain West is a better league than the Pac-12. I'll take the experience of the Wolf Pack here. I don't trust Arizona State. Don't trust Bobby Hurley. Everybody seems to be on them. I'll fade that narrative, and I'll go with the Wolf Pack with that experience and Steve Alford. Mm, disgusting. <laughs> uh, we have the, the, the tiebreaker tie here, buddy. <laughs> you know this. Uh, and I got a feeling you're going to go Nevada. I got a feeling you're going to go Nevada. But, Noah Beanick, what are you doing? Nevada, Arizona State. I like the revenge angle with Nevada. And personally, we were talking on the Sports Gambling Podcast earlier about mainly NC State. There's always sometimes like this team that really doesn't deserve to get into the field. Um, you know, we had UCLA two years ago, went all the way to the final four. I even, we even witnessed it in college baseball the past season. Ole Miss was the 64th team into the field and they won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Nevada was a team that I didn't really see getting into the field and sort of catching a little bit of disrespect lately. And we're going to go with Nevada here over Arizona State, like the revenge angle against some of their old players. <laughs> All right, you heard it. Nevada, these two, these two are going with Nevada. I will see you at the winner's circle. (laughs) Anyone out there taking Arizona State? All right, look, before we get into some of these NIT matchups, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. And be on the lookout for the WinBet uh, Win Hour each Thursday uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet's Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have uh, better odds on WinBet. So giving you a uh, you know larger payout opportunity, people. And as you well know, 
March Madness is here. There's so many ways to uh, to win on, to bet on college basketball and win on the big dance, essentially. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. Gotta love that. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions. WinBet.com must be 21 or older. Present state where WinBet is available. If you or somebody knows a game, problem call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by our SGPN March Madness Contest. Yes, the D-Gen dance is here, and you want to make sure you have a date, all right? Because our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. You don't even need a date for this one. Look, you might struggle out there trying to get a date for the dance. Here, you just show up. You're good. You're good. You're getting action. All right. Free to enter in a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. You know, come on. You and then that's always fun. I don't care if you're at the old folks' home. I don't care if you're seven years old playing this thing. Bingo's just a fun game, and you can win a SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store or Google Play Store. So grab that thing today, folks. And remember to let it ride. All right. We got NIT action. What is not to like? Because tomorrow, look, we only have those two tournament games, and we have the NIT stuff. And then we're going to go through Wednesday. We're going to rattle through these NIT games. We're not going to focus too much on these. But, uh... Morehouse, I'm sorry, Morehead State uh, is catching 15 and a half at Clemson. Clemson just renewed Brad Brownell. I know he was on the hot seat, even though he didn't make the NCAA tournament. Renewed. All right. Maybe the buy-in is still happening down there in Clemson, South Carolina. They're laying 15 and a half points. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Give me Morehead State plus the points. What are you doing here, Mac? Yeah, you got you got to take the points here. I mean, this is way too many to yeah. lay with Clemson. The only team that they beat by more than fifteen is NC State, which well, we we know so, that. Yeah, yeah, we know that. That's system play. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I think you got to go Morehead here because Morehead's better than Lesshead. Yeah, yeah. Morehead is always better yes. than Lesshead. Remember that, everybody. Noah, I know you're you're new to Vegas, but uh, uh, you know, perhaps perhaps you might be, you know. Right on, on board with our statements there. More no. head better than less head. Going less um, head here. Oh, I've, oh. I've, I've kind of been on Clemson the whole year. Um, <laughs> oh, man. They, they dropped a couple of early games in the non-conference, and that ended up costing them getting into the NCAA tournament. But I still like how they're going to you know, show up. And they're, uh, they have three guys on this team, P.J. Hall and Chase Hunter and Hunter Tyson, that are three of, you know, I think one of the best trios in the ACC. ACC not very good this year. I'll admit that. But... When it comes now to Moorhead State, your OVC that was very down <laughs> this year. That was really bad. Yeah. That was very down this year. I'm going to take Clemson over Moorhead. Moorhead might be able to win the I ACC. wonder how, I mean, I, I Clemson will probably still pack this. What else are you doing in Clemson, South Carolina? All right, spring game going on? I don't know. Um, Youngstown State, Oklahoma State, and Stillwater. Will the Big 12 show up? Will Mike Boynton show up in a, in, in you know, disappointed they didn't make the postseason. Youngstown's getting five and a half in Stillwater. Look, I'm laying the five and a half with Oklahoma State. I don't love it, though, because I don't know how excited they are to be here. So you won't see me personally betting this game. Mac, you're a Big 12 guy. You betting this thing? Yeah, I'm on the Cowboys. And, you know, I went back. I'm like, wait, Oklahoma State's gotten screwed up, it seems like, every single damn year by the NCAA. 
the last time they got screwed, they put it on Florida Gulf Coast. I'll lock it up. Let's go, Cowboys. Guns up, baby. Money line back. Lock it up, the Cowboys. Let's go. Noah, you joining him on this? I'll, I'll ride with him, but I, I I have no confidence with it. Yeah, he's he's just locking it because he's the Big Twelve guy. Over here. I wonder yeah. there might be opt outs. There could always be opt outs. There. Oh yeah, UCF Florida. This one, it's like that bowl game we got a couple years ago where Florida's whole team didn't play. You got to wonder. Obviously, Castleton's out for this. Uh, Florida is, is in Gainesville at the Swamp. Uh, Florida's laying two and a half. Give me UCF all day. Little brother against big brother. I will take UCF plus the points. Sprinkle that plus 130 money line. You know what? Let's lock it up. UCF's the better team. Let's lock it up. Let's go. Mac? Yeah, no, I like uh, I like the little brother angle here as well. I think Central Florida comes to play. Florida under uh, Todd Golden in year number one just has been so up and down. So, I, I mean, I'm going to take the points. I think take it, take it on the money line, man. It, yeah. it's, it's little brother, big brother. We saw it in the bowl game. What, a couple of years ago? So I will uh, take the points in the money line. There we go. What are you doing over there, Noah? Yeah, and UCF already had the rebounding angle. And without Florida's big man in Castleton, you know, as a Florida fan, it pains me. But, I mean, UCF is a lock. To, I, I think they can actually win this game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me yep. too. Uh, Alcorn State's taking on North Texas in Denton, Texas. North Texas lay at 17 and a half. I hate these big spreads. Uh do we know if everyone's playing? That's the problem here. Give me all corn in the points. No, no, give me North Texas. I think their defense is going to shut them down. I will lay the 17 and a half with North Texas, which is crazy because they only average like 40 points a game. But um, I'm still doing it. What are you doing here, Mac? I feel like everyone's going to be on the points. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna lay it with North Texas. They play really good defense. Could this be it for uh, Grant McCasland uh, yeah. with the main green? It's, he's been rumored for the Texas Tech job. Obviously, we'll have some more jobs opening up here with the coaching carousel. I'll lay the points here. Statement game. Noah? Call me chalk, but I think McCasland is on his way out, and I think Alcorn, it's too many points. I, I think Alcorn is able to stay in this game. And, again, we don't know who's playing and with what Well, motivation. that's something to monitor. Don't bet. Before you bet any of these, yeah. with the NIT, I just learned just, the hard way. Yeah, we yeah. learned. Yeah. Um, Virginia Tech, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's laying five and a half points. Oh, man. I See, I think this is an interesting matchup because Virginia Tech's got some veterans that I think will show up to play. Meanwhile, Cincinnati, uh, West Miller's trying to ignite this program. They uh, They seem to be heading in the right direction. Give me the Bearcats minus five and a half. Think like what's the motivation for Virginia Tech? Yeah, I, I they've been so banged up all year. I don't know what the motivation is with Virginia Tech. Wes Miller in year number two there for Cincinnati. I actually kind of like I like yeah. this one. Yeah, this let's one? go in on it. Let's go Bearcats. There we go. Let's go. Lock up the Bearcats minus five and a half. Don't tell real money, Kramer. All right, it's okay. It's always next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Noah, what are you doing here? You know, I'm telling real money, Kramer. I, th I think there's still a lot of talent on this Virginia Tech team, and they accepted the bid. They want to play more basketball. There's pieces there. They they actually are primed if they, I mean, if nobody is sitting out of these games, they're primed for an NIT run. Here. So, Noah Bienick riding with the Hokies. Gobble, gobble. Uh, all right. Uh, moving along, we have Santa Clara heading to, to Texas to take on Sam. Houston State. This is an intriguing matchup. I think it's one of the better games to watch. 
if you're if you're stuck, if you're hell-bent on watching, you know, NIT action, I think this is one of the better games to watch. Uh, Santa Clara's laying four and a half points against Sam Houston. You know, I can't do that. Give me Sam Houston plus four and a half. Sprinkle some on the plus 165. Mac, what are you doing here? Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've liked Herb Sendick in the Broncos all year at home. I will lay the points here against um, Sam Houston State. Been fading my Sam Houston State team all year, yep. too. All right. Let's go. Uh, what they do to the big? What they do to the Big Twelve when they when they schedule? All right, all right. Oklahoma State. They <laughs> got lucky. Yeah. Nothing. All right. Or was it Oklahoma? It was Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you doing over there? You know, I'm I'm gonna trail him. Or I'm gonna tail him on Santa Clara here. Um, Sendak has been pretty well over the last two years with the Bronx. So going there with Santa Clara. Tough road trip, buddy. Tough road trip. Uh, next up, you have Utah Valley heading to the pit where everybody gets laid in Albuquerque, New Mexico. New Mexico's laying five and a half against Utah Valley, who left, who lost in such heartbreaking fashion to Southern Utah. That, you know, up eighteen of like five minutes left, I feel like, uh, and lose by uh, a point there. I'm all over New Mexico though. Lay the five and a half. I wonder about the buy-in. I wonder if there's any sit-outs. So obviously monitor this. But the pit is is a place that gets absolutely lit, and. Maybe they want to send a message to the committee. They got it wrong, and New Mexico's a good team. What are you doing here, man? Yeah, I like the Lobos here. I think they're going to be motivated. They sound from their uh, press conference uh, statements that they want to win this game, go on a run, get some momentum going into year number three for Richard Patino. So I'll lay the points with the Lobos. There we go. Noah? I'm going with New Mexico, too. You mentioned the pit, and I'm also going to say that you know, if all of their pieces play, I mean, that's a very talented team that just missed out on the tournament because they fell apart late but they uh again very solid squad and guys we've got a, a very nice ending to the game unwrapping here with a minute left pit up 58 57 over Mississippi ooh, State. Ooh. he just jinxed them yes i like that I'm i just like that pointing it out that we have a close game we know down to the we know you're a secret pit fan <laughs> uc irvine oregon these teams played i think this year and i think irvine beat them in eugene they're back in eugene bring your uh deodorant um Oregon's laying six and a half. UCI won by 13 back on November 11th at the Matthew Knight Arena. I mean, what is this line? Courtney Love's in Eugene, right? Courtney Love is there. I kind of like Irvine. I think this is a get-up spot. What's this what, isn't that the angle? Isn't this was a rematch of the round of 32 a couple years ago. Irvine and Oregon. Oregon got the best of them. I'll take the revenge. Irvine gets it done but here. Irvine beat him it's on a November 11th. This season. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think it's just a get-up spot again. I think they they're licking their chops to play Oregon and have a chance to beat them back to back this season. All right. This. I guess I'll buy into the smaller school angle. I yeah. feel like Oregon's guy is probably going to have some opt outs. And Folly yeah. Dante lives at the fucking hospital. What are you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> Noah? Yeah. That's probably the best point you've made uh, on this game. I mean. Oregon again could have some opt outs like you mentioned. Irvine's already beat them once. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Anteaters and the dog here. Let's go, Anteaters. One of the best college basketball mascots, in my opinion. All right. Bulldogs and now we the have the, the what's that? Bulldogs take the lead. They, oh, oh. You're distracted. He's got 26 hit, seconds. 26 I'm, 26 I'm supposed to read here. <laughs> uh let's just wait. Let's wait 23 seconds here as right now. Mississippi State play a defense on Pitt. Uh, we we need a miss and a foul because I have Mississippi State. I think what? minus two and a half. Yeah, and knowing how bad, oh, man, wow. this isn't going to work out. This isn't going to work out. Timeout. Jeff Capel and Pitt take a one point lead with nine point eight seconds left. All right, 
Look, uh, we want to we wanna get to Thursday's action because that's what everyone wants to hear. Let's be honest. All right, let's call a spade a spade. No one wants to hear us rattling off Utah Valley stuff when they're not in the big dance, except maybe the parents of the students at Utah Valley. And that's who we do it for. Uh, but I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College pickup is a great way to get in on all of the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one, which, yeah, that happened to me last year. St. Peter's, the Peacocks, crushed my dreams, crushed my bracket after day one. Uh, But you know what I was able to do? I was able to go over to Underdog Fantasy and figure things out there and have a blast because they, you know, they have this. They have, uh, really, they have a ton of stuff you can do here. One of my favorite things is the college basketball player props. You know, especially you live in a state that doesn't offer player props. Oh, this is for you. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Uh, Noah, I know you were mentioning some uh, some potential underdog props that you liked. Yeah. There's, feel free to rattle some off here. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, there's two games on the slate so far, and they're both the play-in games. So you have the uh, Texas Southern Fairleigh Dickinson game and Arizona State Nevada. Um, playing it with correlation. Um, first, I'm, I'll start with the the positive. We're going to go with Devon Barnes over 18.5 points for Texas Southern. 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He's hit this in three of his last four games with an average of 20.5. Final seconds of this game. What just happened? They fouled. Oh, they had fouled, fouled, give. fouled up three. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, they're up no, one. up one. Yeah, okay. They had a foul to give. All right. So Devon Barden's over 18 and a half PRA. And the second leg, Colby, is Desmond Cambridge under two and a half threes. The under's three and two in his last five games. He only shoots at 32% on the season. And Nevada's three-point defense ranks well against but the three. he's going against his former team. <laughs> their, their defense ranks well against the three, holding their opponents also to 32%. And we here at SGPN love those air balls and bricks in the first half. So give me the under two and a half threes oh, from Des Cameron. Amen. Amen. Okay, so here we go, folks. Uh, you can get, that's why you got to get over to Underdog Fantasy. They have yeah. a lot of great college basketball player props. So Thank- that, that two-pick play, three times your money. Boom. You hear that? Three times the amount of cash you put in as we're watching Mississippi State. Uh, look at this block. Oh, By the scarecrow. That's Shet. Scarecrow. Shet he hit his arm? <laughs> Am I crazy? Doesn't he hit his arm here? Yes. Oh, yeah. Foul. After he hit the ball. I don't know. How do you not go through that guy's chest? Know. Why are you fading away? The hard part Pencil of doing neck. a show where you got the madness going on with less than three seconds left, but let's just get into it because people just don't want to hear us just sitting over here, <laughs> uh, just play by play in these things. Uh, West Virginia, Maryland, 9.15 a.m. on the west, noon 15 on the east. Uh, hang on one second as we watch this ending. <laughs> There's going to be a timeout yes. again. They They're going to call a timeout yeah. again, right? All right, Mississippi State inbounding. Oh, he's got the guy in the Wide corner. Open Wide open three. He missed it. Tip. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. And the pit. Panthers survive as I hear stacking the money green, yelling about his bet. How bad in the other is Mississippi room. State? Look at Stack. Oh, lock and the dog, he says. How do you lose that shit, team? He says, Hail eat to shit, pit. State. The ACC is 1-0 oh 
in the big dance. Nah, 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 Mac. Nah, 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 nah. They have not won an NCAA it tournament game. It is the field game. of 68 for a reason. It's 64. They, they are They won a game, which busted the parlay, though, correct? It did. You know, no parlay. I should have just done the round of 64 because Iowa you State, can just the Big 12, is going to beat Pitt's ass you next can round now. Go ahead and just re-enter it in 20 I could. Minutes. I could double down tomorrow. What a good look, too. How do you miss this? Yeah, that was You got your open. whole season on the line, and you miss this. Terrible. Uh, all right, let's hop into this. Like I said, 9.15 a.m., <laughs> noon 15 on the east. Birmingham, Alabama, West Virginia, Maryland. I know you got to answer this, Mac, and oh, I yeah. know you, you, know, you don't want to answer this one because it's your boys, but I know you're superstitious. Bob Huggins is in the NCAA tournament. Probably, I mean, is he the longest tenured coach in the NCAA tournament? I think yeah. so. Yeah, Bayheim's gone. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, so you have the 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 coach, the coach with the most experience taking on Kevin Willard, who's been a train wreck in the NCAA tournament. Back to his Seton Hall days. Uh, I love West Virginia here. Now, I, I shouldn't say I love this one because I this is a fringe rivalry game. Uh, I do lean West Virginia. I think it's one of the best matchups that we have uh, for the first round. I, I charted this one at number three, my third favorite matchup to yep. watch. Um, I do. I even need to ask you why? Why are you guys going to win the game? Though, tell me. Tell me why you're going to win the game. We have Bob Huggins. I think we're the tougher team. Both teams pride themselves on the defensive end, but nobody's going to punk West Virginia, especially in the NCAA tournament. Nobody's going to punk Bob Huggins. Kevin Willard, one in five in his days at Seton Hall in the NCAA tournament. Last year, they got absolutely raced out of the gym by TCU, another Big 12 team. Not saying we're going to put it on Maryland, but I'm locking my Mountaineers in a oh. must win. Oh, Do or locks. die game. Let's go. Oh, wait. I have your music for you. What am I doing here? What am I doing? Where are we on the soundboard? We must play. I don't know. It is the soundboard. It's gotten get, too big lately. Well, not only that, <laughs> I noises. get like a strong glare yeah. off this. The studio is beautiful, but I have a hard time uh, navigating yeah. the soundboard. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's somewhere out there, folks. All right. Just it's a West Virginia song. They, you know, have a guitar and they rip oh, it here off. We go. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. Wanna be Rocky Top. Good old Morgantown. Morgantown WV. All right. You think we would cry if we won a playing game? Tears of joy. Oh, <laughs> how pathetic. Oh. I don't know. I'll hit up I my buddy. So I had a 20. couple there at that game. Yeah. Uh, look, Noah, we know you hate Pitt. Or we, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. We know you love Pitt and you hate West Virginia. No, tell I us, don't. Tell us why Maryland's going to win the game. They're not. Oh, Maryland okay. just does not play well. You're a big on, 10 guy. Oh, away from home. They do not play well at all. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going West Virginia here. And that sets up. A really enticing matchup in the second round. Granted, Alabama hey, don't escapes look ahead the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we move along to 945 tip on the West. Furman out of the SoCon taking on the Virginia Cavaliers. Oh, man. Uh, Virginia's laying five and a half. Five and a half points, man. And... I was so bullish. If you would have asked me in December, I would lock up Virginia minus five and a half. The problem is, is down the stretch, I just couldn't buy in all the way on this on this Virginia team. And now Ben Vanderplas is out for the season. One of the more experienced. And one guy that I thought stretched that court for them. You know, like he could hit the three. He also, in the post, was effective. He's a good passing big. I think that's a substantial loss 
for the Cavaliers. And you look at Furman and their experience. I mean, both these teams actually really experienced, but that's why I like Furman. One team is without one of their best players. The other team is pretty healthy. So give me the Furman Paladins plus five and a half. Wouldn't shock me if they won it on the money line at plus one, 188. We know you're fading the ACC. I saw yeah. your parlay. Yeah. Uh, do we, I, we got the, you know, usually you don't hit all five legs. You go four, four for five. So we got the fluke out of the way. I like Furman here. I really do. I think the two seniors of Jalen Slauson, Mike Bothwell, they, Bothwell, such they a beast. finally yeah. got over the hump. Like they had kept getting to the championship at SoCon um, and they kept losing last year. Chaotic ending against Chattanooga. We saw what Chattanooga did against Illinois in the opening round. They, they led the game for 39 plus minutes before Illinois stole the game. Bob Ritchie's done a great job there. He'll he'll get a high major job here well, any and, year now. And Furman beat South Carolina in Columbia, South Carolina by 19. They yep. only lost to Penn State in State College by five. Uh, they did somehow get their ass whooped by NC State, which I don't know how that happens, but they must have had some injuries or the flu yep. or something. But, uh, Noah, what are you doing in this Furman, Virginia game? You know, I'm not going to get too crazy on this part of the bracket because I do go off the grid on some of the other parts. I'm going to stick with Virginia, but I'm going to head to the chat. Uh, SGPNU, uh, they're saying that Mac is absolutely steaming right now at the finale of that game. Um, and Rob says, get him a roulette table and some whiskey. And then mm. James Saunders says, uh, WVU going to be the first team eliminated from the tournament. Is that right? You know, it's just setting up perfectly that Pitt gets to play a Big 12 team again. May I remind everybody, last time they played a Big 12 team, I think it was beginning of November, a team from Morgantown. November 11th, if yeah. memory serves me correct. Yeah, a couple of Jaeger bombs yeah. that night. Never forget. <laughs> All right. Did you burn uh, a couch? Uh, no. We see. We don't cry when we win playing games. We expect to win at West Virginia. Oh. We, uh, oh. we we don't we don't celebrate like it's a Super Bowl in the playing mm. game. Mm. Utah State, Missouri. This game's. I find this game super interesting. I don't know about you guys. This is Sacramento, California, at ten forty a.m. early morning, in good old Sacktown. Um, Surprisingly here, you have the 10 seed as the favorite laying two. I think that's telling you everything. Dennis Gates in Mizzou. See, I, this is not that far from Logan, Utah. You would think this would be a Utah State crowd. But Dennis Gates in Missouri, you know, they're used to being, you know, go back to the preseason polls. They were not expected to be anything this year. Year one of the Gates era, they get to the NCAA tournament. That is a, a huge win. He's already restructured his contract. And uh, yeah, they've been people have been fading them all year. They're they're used to being in this position. However, I do think the crowd is a big deal here, and I'm going to lay the two with Utah State. I think the fact the Aggies have been playing so good down the stretch, Ryan Odom has me buying into this Aggie team. Uh, remember Ryan Odom, coach of the UMBC Retrievers, when they knocked off uh, uh, Patty C's Virginia Cavaliers, but. I, I think that's, you know, obviously from the coaching point of view, but I'm a big fan of Gates, too. We just haven't seen him as a head coach have success in March. He got there with Cleveland State last year. But um, I think Utah State's just the more talented team. I like their depth as well. Uh, what are you doing here, Mac? I'm with you. And, you know, the Mountain West, yes, they had a tough NCAA tournament last year. They went, what, 0-4? I think we, I mean, we all agree they got some tough draws. I think it bounces back. Evens out this year, and they have a really good tournament, and I think it starts right here. I like this senior core of uh, Ashworth, Barstow, Funk, and Akin. 
They were there with Craig Smith when he got the Utah job. Odom did a nice job keeping that tack together. Yeah, actually, it, Funk, Funk transferred in, but the rest, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, my bad. And, um, yeah, no, they just done a good job, good culture. And like you said, Ryan Odom's been on the big stage. They pulled off the 16 over one. We haven't really seen Dennis Gates get it done in March yet. I know he's at Cleveland State. So I'll lean to the experience here in the Aggies. Yeah. Noah, uh, curious what you're doing. Are you back in the Aggies? Are you going with uh, the Tigers? We Tigers. So if originally on the Instant Reaction podcast, we had a final four that we announced saying, if you couldn't take a one through four seed to get to the final four from every region, who would you take? I took Missouri. I'm going to end up benedicting oh, from that. So if you have the music, go ahead and play it. I, but I, I don't do think not. you do on your soundboard. Yeah. Um, but hold on. I have this. If I can change, yeah, there we go. Everybody can change. There we go. So what are you doing? Yeah, so I actually have a new team outside of the top four uh, coming out of my final, uh, coming out of this region. But specifically, I'm going to retweet everything Max said about Utah State, but going to also include Texas here for a second. Rodney Terry, he has not been extended yet. Maybe that's because they don't want him to get, you know, comfortable and complacent because it keeps that drive going, you know. Dennis Gates, really, I mean, he was with Cleveland State. They didn't have a big win over a top seed. Missouri's his first real chance, I would say, where the talent's pretty even. He already got extended. He got he got extended. Yeah. He's comfortable. Is that a little bit of a, you know. I'm buying into downer. it. So I'm I buying like, into it. I like Utah State in here uh, as a 10 over 7. Yeah. I mean, I think also when you look at, at just in general uh, what Utah State can do. They're a much better defensive team. Defense wins in March. Rob in the chat goes, you hear that, Mac? Everybody can change. Join the pit run to the Sweet 16. This is what I get for trusting the SEC. (laughs) To get a simple job done of beating a shit team. Look, I bet Mississippi State because I'm in Vegas. The SEC's not much better than the ACC, though. Yeah, they're both equally shit. You know, I I just got to go back. You can't trust anybody (laughs) nowadays, so I'll just trust who I know. Big 12. Mississippi Cyclones. State's been a pain in the ass all year. Yeah. Let's be honest. When they're not in Starkville, they've been a pain in the ass to bet on. Yeah. Like, they're just a team that I can't trust. Now, I, I bet them tonight. I lost money. All right? But I'm in Vegas. What am I going to do? I'm going to bet on every game. You better believe I'm going to bet every game. No Come doubt. on. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Next. 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 Uh, let's hop over to Howard. The Bison. They haven't been dancing since 1992. Man, back then, Ted Danson was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. All right. Uh, still, don't find that unbelievable. But uh, yeah, anyway, they're catching 21 points. <laughs> 21 points in Des Moines, Iowa against the Jayhawks of Kansas. Obviously, you have the Bill Self scenario where, you know, you wonder how much has he been able to put into uh, prep and, and how much is his heart involved in coaching this Jayhawk team right now. Uh, you also have the Kevin McCuller situation, the Texas Tech transfer, who is a game-time decision. Same with Cam Martin as well. I'm actually still laying the points here. I think, Howard, I think, Howard, it, look, it's been a fun story. You're in the dance, all right? You'll have that forever. You can go to reunions, you know, have fun, enjoy. But you're, you're in Des Moines, too. This is going to be an all-Kansas crowd. Yeah. I'm laying the 21 what are you doing here, Mac? I honestly think this is lock potential. Like, Kansas is going to win by 40. This yeah. is Bill Self coming back, tragic magic angle. They're coming off a 20-point beatdown to Texas where they got absolutely punked. They're going to they're gonna kill Howard. It's been a great story, Howard. 
Great season. Glad you guys got to the dance. Unbelievable. They, they should have got a 15. I wanted yeah. Howard in a 15. Yeah. This is brutal. But, yeah, that uh, spot. Noah, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I'm going Kansas here. I I think there's a time to fade Kansas in this tournament, but it's definitely not in Des Moines. Like you mentioned, that's Big 12 country. Later on in the in the region, they do head out west to Las Vegas, and I think there's a team that you might be able to get an advantage over Kansas in this tournament. But uh, when it comes to you know laying the points, I'm going to do it on the Jayhawks here. Early. Mm, mm. You said maybe fade Kansas later. I did. Some people wondering you get a dance all day. You going to tell me who is going to be the team that beats them? Good luck. <laughs> pulling up the pulling up oh, the bracket. Oh, up the, who, yeah, I'm who, responding who, to somebody in the chat. Who who you think said Gonzaga in Las Vegas in the in the Ooh. Elite Eight? So you're just saying Gonzaga is going to beat TCU? I, yeah. My my Horn Frogs. Yeah, that I have a future on. I mean, who's on Timmy now? Timmy. Greg Canyon might be Gonzaga. Look, Timmy's going to be in Vegas. All right? Yeah, and Gonzaga's going to show up in Vegas. He's going to be driving a truck in Vegas in ten years. And, all right? and since we're yeah. since we're talking about it, I know I know you guys were high on UCLA. Gonzaga's got to go through UCLA. UCLA played in a, a non conference tournament in Vegas earlier yeah. this season. They didn't show up at all. They yeah. went zero and two, yeah, I remember and the that. fans were not there at all. Illinois and Baylor, I think both. Oh, UCLA's fans are not, not showing up. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, next up, we got another one sixteen matchup. Uh, this one we now know. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be Southeast Missouri State, but it is Texas A&M Corpus Christi with one of their best players injured. They still will themselves to a win in Dayton, and now they take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Bama's laying 23. I think crime's about to pay again, my friend. I am laying the 23 with Alabama. I don't think this is a good matchup, especially without one of your better players. I have to lay the points here. Crime pays, in Bur- and especially this is a, in Birmingham. Oh, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, this is brutal. <laughs> this is brutal. You're, you're on board with uh, Roll Tide? Yeah, and I hope that they make about 33s because then they won't have any left over <laughs> for the round go. of 32. So let's hope that the Tide make every single shot <laughs> so we get a little regression in the round of 32. I don't know who they would play, but everybody can go look at their bracket. Yeah. I love that angle. Now, Noah, yeah. you were making the case that Corpus Christi could be a live dog. Why is that? <laughs> um, you know, Corpus Christi. I'm messing with you. No one ever. The water's said that. blue there. What yeah. are you doing? What no, are you doing no in this game? <laughs> they're they're on an island, and uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'll be laying the points with Bama, and I I, I really like Max Angle. Um, it's a bad matchup for Corpus Christi. Hopefully they shoot the lights out of the ball. And I, I like West Virginia in the second round. It's a look ahead. Oh, you even oh, mentioned it earlier. Oh, you God. just mentioned it. I got to beat Maryland. Keep You're it looking top ahead. Beat Maryland. Keep it top secret. One game at a time. Uh, Charleston <laughs> is heading to San, or not, not, this is not in San Diego, to Orlando. Take on the San Diego State Aztecs. This, so I, this will be a Charleston crowd, I would think. San Diego, I mean, the Florida. That's, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, San Diego State's lay at five and a half. I think a lot of people are shocked at this line. They think Charleston uh, should be, you know, should be two, three point spread. That's why when I saw this, the second I saw this on Selection Sunday, I said, oh, that's a bad matchup for the Cougars. It is a bad matchup for the Cougars. Uh, San Diego State is a, is a very good defensive team, and they also play at this really slow pace. And I know the stats will tell you that Charleston is actually the better defensive team. That's not true. I agree. That's not true. <laughs> they All right? they when only you're playing, played three yeah. quad one opponents. And- yeah. When you're, playing, when you're playing Bill and Mary, 
All right. And when you're playing Elon, you can really pad your stats. Meanwhile, San Diego state's in the Maui Invitational. They're in the mountain West, which was loaded this year. San Diego state's going to lock this team down defensively. I also like how this San Diego state team, as opposed to years past, they could score the ball better with Trammell or Trammell. I guess they say Bradley, uh, the Cal transfer. Uh, those guys are great at scoring. I think San Diego State's going to put it on them. I think it's just a bad matchup for Charleston. I want to root for Charleston. Well, not really, because that that piece of shit that uh, it's great that Noah's yeah. here. <laughs> well, what's what's his name again? Ryan Lars. Ryan Lars. Yeah, he's, he's he might not score a point tomorrow or, or Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. He might he might not yeah. because I think this was the first game we texted about. We're like, yeah, Charleston's a public dog that everybody's going to fall in love with. This is the absolute worst matchup because of an athleticism standpoint, the length of San Diego State. And I think everybody just thinks San Diego State thinks that they can't score the ball. They're different this year. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, and they should, last year they should have beat Creighton in the first round. They missed free throws. They had that game. It looked like one with about three minutes left. It didn't work out for them. And I think you look at Charleston first in the nation and what offensive rebounding. Yep. I, I think Brian Dutcher is going to make that a point of f- emphasis. I don't expect them to have a very successful day on the glass. Agreed. Uh, Noah, what are you doing here? So, uh, today, actually, I wrote an article um, promoting the DJ Dance, uh, the SGPN contest. Go and check that out, folks. SportsGamblingPodcast.com. But just get just get the app. All right. Yeah. It's free to download in the App Store, Google Play Store, SGPN app. Uh, continue, my friend. And this was my number one lock for the first round. San Diego State minus five and a half against College of Charleston. Um, all year, I've been cheering on this 31-win mid-major in Charleston, but they drew a really bad matchup in the first round. Cougars ranked ninth in three-point attempts per game, and they're facing San Diego State, ranked seventh in opponent three-point shooting percentage at 29%. Love this spot for the Aztecs because it's fading a lot of public narratives. Like Max said, Mountain West is terrible in the NCAA tournament. Well, I actually have uh, sneak peek three of the four Mountain West teams like winning it. their first-round mm. matchup. Um, with head coach Brian Dutcher's defensive foundations, I favor San Diego State in a one-and-done scenario. Charleston has five scorers that average 10 or slightly more points, but none of them are elite scores. That has Especially been a- that Ryan Larson <laughs> shit bird. <laughs> there you All go. Right? And that's been a cool story, but Dalton Bolin of CF- CFC has been their most consistent scorer. But the Robin to Bolin's Batman is a new player every game, it feels like. One game, it's Ante Brzovic. Another game, it's Rain Smith raining threes, or it could be Ryan Larson. That makes me pause when all of the pressure is on them under the bright lights in their first NCAA tournament game. Who helps out Bullen against one of the best defenses in all of college basketball historically? And I think San Diego State's deep. Whether, you know, they got Lamont Butler, they got uh, Mensa still there. I feel like he's been there 30 years. And Lamont Butler, yeah. he's a great closer. Yeah. He doesn't light up the, the scoreboard. Sell it at the pit. Yeah. He doesn't light up the scoreboard. Not a problem. But he hit like two game winners in a three game span during yeah. the season. Is this a triple lock? Oh, it's let's, let's play. Yeah, let's go. Oh, go let's go. Six. Let's go. San Diego State minus five and a half. I will see you at the finish line. The winner circle finish line. Something like that. Um, all right. Next up, we go to good old Sacramento, California, where the Arizona Wildcats. Let me see if this line has moved. And, no, it's still at a flat 14 against the Princeton Tigers. Going cross country. Man, seems like we had Jay Billis on the uh, main feed. Go listen to that Sports Gambling Podcast uh, episode. We had Jay Billis on talking, and he has Arizona winning the national championship. Uh, Arizona's laying 14. I feel like everyone's on this. I've mm-hmm. talked to a bunch of people. 
I think Princeton's got enough discipline, enough offense to stay covering this. Zona wins by 10 or 11 or 12, but not 14. Give me the Princeton, the Princeton Tigers and the private school pussies to cover at the Golden One Center. What are you doing here? I like the angle, too. And I think people forget last year, Arizona in the first round against Wright State, when they were one seed, that was a game for about 32 to 35 minutes. I think Princeton keeps this thing close. And this is the one where you got a two seed in your in your back pocket. You're going to have to sweat this one out. I really like Princeton here to cover this number. Experience. Noah? Yeah, and everybody, I mean, I love this Arizona team with all the big men and Tubelas and Ballo, but Princeton's best player is senior forward Tosan F. Bowman, averaging 15, 6, and 4. And then they also have a new freshman coming up the ranks, too, that's playing uh, 29 minutes a game. He was averaging 8 and 7. Those two guys should be able to keep Ballo and Tubelas like, at bay and not let them take control of the game. I think this one stays within the 14. And that was that was their Super Bowl against UCLA. Yeah, they've been gearing up to beat UCLA in the in the Pac-12 after they got beat. Yeah. The Especially final knowing yep. UCLA is leaving for the Big Ten, and they're going to take a substantial hit to their financial, uh, you know, pocketbook. There, uh, yeah, I'm on Princeton. I'm going there. Uh, Princeton's top 100 offense and defensive team. You're so. going to Princeton. That, that's yeah, that's pretty. Princeton. That's pretty. Uh, high, 4.4 high GPA. Yeah. 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 Solid Just, SAT score. I'll go to Princeton. I'll go to a basketball game there at the gymnasium. All right, I'll do a yeah, few. That's that's the goal. All, all three. All I don't three think they have Jaeger right? bombs there. What, what what do you do? Bring your pencil sharpener. Yeah. Yeah, bring your books. <laughs> uh, Illinois, Arkansas. This game's in Des Moines, Iowa. So you would think that's going to be a, a fighting Illini crowd. That's Big Ten country. But in comes in Eric Musselman, who's got. He's got a knack for, I feel like, getting his teams to win these first-round, second-round matchups. They're laying two and a half. We know Arkansas, you know, they got Nick Smith back. Um, Illinois, obviously, they've had their issues with with injuries. And and uh, what? One guy drank like 37 Mountain Dews one night. Meyer. I, think, I personally <laughs> think he was doing nose beers uh, while playing Madden or something. I have no idea, but... Uh, I just, there's something I don't like about Illinois in the tournament every year. I under, like from a roster standpoint, you can make a case they're the more talented roster. <clears throat> I just, Brad Underwood has, has just left a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to NCAA tournament action. I feel like I've seen him get out coached left and right in, in big spots. Eric Musselman is a guy that I think gets the maximum out of his team. And that is why I think Arkansas covers it. By the way, I do see this line dipping a little bit. I see it at one and a half. Uh, either way, whether two and a half or one and a half, I, I like the Razorbacks to cover this. I think they win by four or five. What are you doing here, Mac? Yeah, man, I feel like these two teams are mirror images of one another. They want to play fast, but they're not good at playing fast. I, I think Muss is a better coach than Brad Underwood. But I just, I don't trust either of these teams. I think this is going to be a chaotic game that comes down to the wire. I'm going to lean to just muss over Underwood, but I, I'm not betting this game. Or it's, well, I will bet it just because it's March Madness. That's like, yeah. a, that's a golden rule. You're betting every game. <laughs> yeah. If not, uh, what do you, if yeah, not, then what do you do? Just go to church yeah. or something. Yeah. Do something else with your life. But anyway, I, I'm going to just lean to the Razorbacks just because of the culture and the must bus. Noah? Yeah. 
when we're talking about like looking at the bracket, you mentioned this was San Diego State. This is one of the first matchups that I turned my head to. It's Musselman against Brad, who he had all the talent in the world in Io and Kofi, mm-hmm. and yeah. they dropped the ball against Loyola Chicago. I don't know how that happens. Um, and for me, they should have lost to Chattanooga last year. And for me, yeah. Musselman's known for making these runs last year, Elite Eight. The year before, I think he went to an Elite Eight as well. He's got the better talent on this team as well. And I think Arkansas, you know, I, I was kind of against them for most of the year, but I think they're a little bit underseated because Nick Smith missed most of the year. And now you have him back. You have two lottery picks. I think Musselman plays Brad like a like an accordion. Oh, I, got, I got Arkansas, the Ravens. Back I like here. it. I like it. Woo pig I like it. <laughs> uh, moving back to Birmingham, Alabama, five. Or, I'm sorry, at uh, 3:50 p.m. Auburn. They're like t- located an hour and 45 minutes away from Birmingham, Alabama. They are taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Who? I mean, I'll be honest. I would love Iowa to actually finally win a tournament game, which I feel like they haven't won in forever. But if there was anywhere except Birmingham. If this was in I Dallas, agree. I would be all over Iowa. If this was in San Diego, I'd be all over Iowa. If this was in Moscow, I'd be all over Iowa, right? But no, it's in Birmingham. It's the just, jungle is going to be on wheels. It's going to come down to Birmingham. This place is going to be rocking. I am taking Auburn minus one. Bruce Pearl, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, really, I don't <laughs> like taking either of these coaches in the NCAA tournament, but I think Pearl gets it done here. There's a pearl in them there hills in Birmingham. Let's go. What are you? What are you? Uh, what are you doing here, Mac? I, I'm fading Bruce Pearl here. I'm on Iowa, and I think I think that's become such a narrative that it's in Birmingham. But Alabama is also in Birmingham. So if this game gets tight, all those Alabama fans all of a sudden become Iowa fans because we know that's true. They root for the SEC, but not Alabama yes, and Auburn because yes. they hate each other. I mean, they poison each other's Thankfully. trees for God's sake. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I, like, I that. like the Hawkeyes here. I I think Bruce Pearl lays an egg here. I don't trust this team away from the jungle, and I, I like Fran McCaffrey's bunch to score the ball against his undisciplined Auburn team. I like that. This dude's in jail. He's probably hanging out with this guy. What'd you do? Like, <laughs> we're talking about I, ki- I, ki- I killed three people. What'd you do? I killed 35 trees. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what are you, what are you uh, doing here, Noah? I, I'm going with you completely. I, I have the same exact angle. Um, I you know, the Iowa team struggles to play defense, especially on the road. And Auburn, it's it's basically just going to be Jungle East. Yeah, it is going to be the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. All right, next up, we got a big one in Orlando, Florida. And I, I think it's one of the more compelling matchups that everyone's talked about so far. Uh, Oral Roberts, Max Acemas. He's already a March Madness legend. He almost took uh, the, the what Oral Roberts to the Elite Eight back with Kevin O'Banner. When they they fought, well, they lost by I think two to Eric Musselman in Arkansas on a missed three that would have got them in the Elite Eight. This team is experienced. Paul Mills, unbelievable coach there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and some say we had Jay Billis on the show earlier. He said this Oral Roberts team is better than that Oral Roberts team. They're catching six and a half in Orlando. Obviously, this will be a huge Duke crowd just because the sheer fact that Oral Roberts, even if they wanted to travel, their enrollment's like twelve. All right. This is like a high school in Montana. All right. So it's going to be a Duke. I think just uh, what? Uh, just wouldn't you say out of all the teams? I mean, Charleston might travel some, but I think most of these people are going to be Duke fans there in Orlando, Florida. Um, the spread is six and a half. I'm on Oral Roberts. I think it's a one possession game. 
I think it's a one possession game and I can see, you know, who has the, the best player on the court? Oral Roberts. Um, I think one of the storylines to watch in this game is if Connor Vanover can make Filipowski struggle. He's got to not get in foul trouble because I'm concerned about the depth at the bigs for Oral Roberts. But I think he can do that. I think he can do that. Give me Oral Roberts to cover the six and a half. Not a crazy, not a crazy angle on playing the money line here at plus two twenty five. I know you hate the ACC. I love Oral Roberts here. I can okay. tell you that. And I think last year we fell in love with the team that won their conference tournament that went into a five seed, and everybody's like they're underseeded. That was the Iowa Hawkeyes last year. What they do? They laid an egg against Richmond in the five twelve game. Everybody all of a sudden is crowning Duke as. I've seen more Final Four brackets with the Duke Blue Devils all of a sudden in their mm. Final Four where they become a kind of a main chalk play all of a sudden in that region. Everybody thinks they're just going to walk through over Purdue. I like Oral Roberts to win this game, upset the Dukies in John Shire's first NCAA tournament game. Paul Mills, more experienced coach, Max A. Smith, and they got other seniors on this team or upperclassmen and McBride, Thompson, and Jurgens. I mean, everybody knows about Aismas and Vanover, but I think the experience of the core, they've been through it, and they got the best player on the floor. Give me Oral Roberts, lock it up, and I'll take it plus, <laughs> plus 225 on the money line. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. Yes, and Oral Roberts has the appetite, says Moneyline Mac. Lock up Oral Roberts, plus the points in Orlando, Florida. Let's go. Noah, Noah, Noah. Uh, you've been defending the ACC in a lot of these, you know, disputes that we've had on the internets, as George W. likes to say. Uh, what are you doing here? I admit I have been defending the ACC somewhat. Um, another angle that you didn't touch on was this is NC Nick versus uh, Cameron Kerr. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to Cam Kerr. Yeah. And uh, those are graphics over at SGPN. I feel like a terrible person because I love this Oral Roberts team and I think they're much better than the team that made it to the Sweet 16 uh, a couple of years ago when they beat Ohio State. Um, you know, for me, this Duke team was a little bit of a bad draw. Aismas is going to do Aismas things, but you mentioned Vanover. Now, this is my angle with him. I, I've listened to a ton of podcasts. Uh, call me Benedict, but I, I do listen to some competitors. Huh. And Just <laughs> nobody has mentioned this angle. Everybody mentions that Vanover is five inches taller, but nobody has like it's it's mainly a, a common factoid that we know, but nobody's mentioned it on their podcast. Filipowski's willing to shoot the three ball. Vanover is not a mobile center at all, and that's where I think that Duke if Filipowski's able to hit his threes, yeah. he does not shoot it very well, but he is willingly and, shooting. And it. if I'm Paul Mills, though, I'm okay with that. But Paul Mills is also out the door. I think he might be taken off with Aismas. Oh, you're just silly over there. He's just he out the, the door. ACC. They, I don't know. They, 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 I, when I, you I, go to Oral Roberts, you're not out the door. I got All Duke right? moving on. NC Nick, I'm with you. Oh, with well. yeah. Disgusting. Uh, next up in Des Moines, Iowa, we got the toothpaste, Colgate, 15 seed, take it on the two seed, Texas. Longhorns are laying 14. Actually, I see a 13 and a half right now. Uh, uh, look. 
Colgate's a darling of ours. Yeah. I am all over laying the points here. It's just a bad matchup. It's just a bad matchup. But like you alluded to earlier with Rodney Terry, not extended. I think the team wants to win it for him. I think Texas wins by 30 tomorrow. Lock it up. Lock it up. This is a public dog. Lock it up. They are going to get it done. Mac, what are you doing here? You going with your Big 12 slash yeah. SEC team? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, maybe I should just put them in the SEC. <laughs> I like I like Texas here, but I don't love it just because they're coming off the Kansas 20-point win. But it kind of reminds me of a game where they jumped on Arkansas, but then Arkansas just warmed down with their athletes and still won by 15. I think Texas gets it done, but I think it's closer than 30. Mm. I'm locking it. Sorry. Sorry, Colgate. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. Mac, I'm sorry. Uh, Noah, what are you doing here? I'm with you on this one, and I feel pretty good about it. Uh, A lot of people going into this game, they're thinking, oh, this is the same Colgate team that gave Arkansas, Tennessee, and Wisconsin all good runs but came up just short. But they'll keep it close, and they'll cover this number. Texas is faster, and they have more athleticism. Colgate playing in the Patriot League, especially this year, I think they were more plotty than normal. And it really didn't show, like, they dominated. They really didn't sweat in that conference at all this year. But I think that the talent level overall, when you have Navy and Army, is two of the other top three uh, teams in that conference. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a little bit down. I like Texas pretty uh, certainly laying the points here. Hook them horns. You locking it? Why not? It's March Madness. There we Lock go. There we go. Lock it up, the Longhorns. Well, come on. They don't use toothpaste. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Um, they prefer Crest. Yeah, they prefer Crest over there. Boise State, Northwestern. One of the more intriguing matchups. Sacramento, California, 4.35 p.m. in the Pacific. Uh, Northwestern laying one and a half. It's been a great story. Chris Collins, I think, uh, deserves that extension. I couldn't believe that they said he was on the hot seat. Remember, he took them to their first ever NCAA tournament, what, 2017, I feel like. They uh, they have been an unbelievable story. They're fun to watch. They've been a fun team this year in the Big Ten. But I think this is a little bit disrespectful of how good Boise State is. And I think Boise State, we've we've highlighted this all year. Uh, Boise State got misseeded a year ago. Uh, they've been in the tournament a few of the last, you know, uh, if you were to go back the past five tournaments, I feel like they've been in it a few times. Uh and I feel like they always get their heart broken. I, they're gaining experience in, in, in being in this dance. And I think all that comes out tomorrow. Or, I'm sorry, Thursday. Boise State beats Northwestern. Mac, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, no, uh, more, more love for the Mountain West from me here. The veteran group of Shaver, Rice, Agbu. I mean, I, I like the way... Sh- Shaver in the, in the clutch, too, has yeah. been... Yeah, DJ Hart. Yep. You can't fade a guy named yeah. DJ Hart. What are we doing here? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And Smith, I mean, they they got a tough draw last year against Memphis. Northwestern does not have the same athleticism that Memphis had. I really like Boise here to get this done. And I think they have a chance to win multiple games in this tournament. So I love Boise here. And I'll lock this. Let's oh. go. Broncos, baby. Mountain West. Welcome, Broncos, said Moneyline Mac. I might join them on. Yeah, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Broncos get it done. Noah, you defending your Big Ten? Riding with you guys. I like both of the points that you guys made. I like Boise State here. I think this was a good draw last year. They got screwed getting Memphis. This year, they get Northwestern 
a little bit of an average seven seed. They have some good guards in Bowie and Audige, but uh, I think DJ Hart really is the key cog in this game for yep. Boise. I think they advance over the Wildcats. Here. Let's go. Oh, we got four games left, folks. Hang around. Stick with us. Northern Kentucky, the Norse. George Clooney's alma mater taking on the Houston Cougars. Um, this game's in Birmingham, Alabama. Houston is laying, let me just double check, 19 and a half points. Obviously, Marcus Sasser, one of the best players in the country. Game time decision. I don't understand why they would play him. Let's talk about it. Let's hit yeah. timeout on this. Would would you play him right now if you're Kelvin Sampson? Would you play Marcus? No, Sasser? I wouldn't I wouldn't play him. Yeah. This is different than the NIT. I mean, yeah. this is you're saving him because you think you could win a national championship. You have a good enough team to win a national championship. They were close last year without him, and I think with him they can get over the hump. I think you rest him and get ready for that winner of Auburn and Iowa because they don't need him to beat Northern yeah, Kentucky. I think you rest him. I think him, so. Uh, I'll take the point actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm on the points too. Yeah. I think the the Norse can hang around enough. I think they're actually one of the better 16s that I've seen. Uh, Noah, do you agree with our point? Uh, if you're Kelvin Sam, uh, Sampson, are you are you resting Marcus Sasser? Oh, 100. Yeah. And I think that comes with a it's a double edged sword. You're you're resting one of your better players because you're almost certain that your team could get past Northern Kentucky. But as a Horizon guy, I also say, watch, don't overlook the Norse because they do have tournament experience. This is a well-rounded team. Um, they were kind of battling through some adversity throughout the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a quality team, and 20 points I think is a little bit too much, especially with, a, with Houston maybe without their uh, point guard, star point guard. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over the Norse plus the points. Uh, we go back to Orlando, Florida, 6.40 p.m. The Raging Cajuns of Louisiana taking on Rick Barnes in Tennessee. This line's jumped up from when uh, me when we called this yesterday on the SGP show. It is at 11.5 currently. It was 10.5. Tennessee laying 11.5. I laugh. <laughs> okay, we know a few things. We love the fade Rick Barnes in March, right? I think yeah. that's a rule. Check. That any good college basketball podcast, you know, should be giving you is that hey, do not take Rick Barnes in March. You know, uh, he he's got a long history, but also Tennessee is without Zakai Ziegler, who's their best shot creator. Uh, that is substantial to me. And when I look at this raging Cajun team, now they were twenty six and seven, finished second place in the Sun Belt. This is a team though that at times has looked really good. At times, they've really looked like a team that I think can present problems. They were actually playing with Drake pretty well. I know Drake ended up pulling away and winning by like ten or twelve points. Uh, I think they can. I think they can stay within the eleven and a half. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I think they're a potential live dog. I think this is. I would not be shocked if there's a you know, two or three point game, three minutes left, and the Raging Cajuns are in this thing. Am I crazy, Mac? No, it seems like a lot of people like Louisiana. I actually like Tennessee here because I think they can match up with the star inside Jordan Brown for Louisiana. I think we saw last year with Tennessee, they put it on Longwood in the first round. I think uh, too many people are going against Tennessee this time around. It's when everybody wants to hop in, overreact to Rick Barnes is when I'm going to fade him. So Mm. I'm going to lay the points here actually in a line that just keeps on creeping up for some reason. Mm. Mm. Noah? I'm kind of in the middle of both of you guys here. Like one, I, I... I think Louisiana is going to have this one close throughout the entire game. I think this is one, to your point, where a lot of people are talking during the game, like, oh, look at this game. Tennessee's losing by three. There's 10 minutes left in the first half. They're up by four with eight minutes left in the second half type game. 
but it never really seems like Louisiana is going to pull it off. Um, for me, I'm going to take Louisiana to cover this, Tennessee to move on. I don't think this is the spot where they fall. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like them to cover. I, I, I could see them winning. I don't think I'm going to actually bet the money line. I could see Louisiana winning, but I, I, I think they cover it. I think they cover it. Uh, okay. Next up, Des Moines, Iowa, 655 on the West. Penn State, Texas A&M. Oh, this game is fantastic. This is one of the games I really want to see. Uh, A&M's laying three. The buzz saw against a red-hot Penn State team. I know stacking the money green already played Penn State at the book here at WinBet. Um, I, I, look, I get it. He's a Penn State guy. He's going with his boys. Yeah. I think A&M, though, shows up here. I think A&M just got beat down in the SEC championship. I think they bounce back. Yes, I know it. It'll probably be a Big Ten crowd again. You know what I mean? Penn, uh, even though they're not like the SEC, they're not just going to root for Penn State just because they're Penn State and they're in the Big Ten. But I do think some Penn State fans will travel there. That's that's an interesting thing too because Penn State's never really been a good basketball program. It's I don't I don't know. Like yeah, they don't really show up for their home games. Yeah, do they? Yeah. Tra- will they travel for this big one? I don't know. I, I would think a little bit. I hope so. Probably more. I don't know. A&M probably shows up too, though. A&M has good fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Either way, I like the buzzsaw. I think they're due. I think Penn State's due for a tough loss here. I'm going to lay the three with A&M. I think the defense that A&M, you know, has, I think, will be the true X factor in winning this game. Uh, Mac, what are you doing? I absolutely love A&M here. I think this is a bad matchup for Penn State, and we just saw four four wins or four games in four days because they lost the final one to Purdue. I think they emptied out the engine. They've won six quad one one games in the last two weeks. I'm going to lock up A&M, man. They got guys that can guard Jalen Pickett. I'll join Let's go. Let's go. A&M gets it done. The Big Ten takes another L. They've been struggling in the postseason lately. Yeah. Will it happen again is the question. Noah, what are you doing here uh, it, with another Big Ten SEC matchup? So the Big Ten gets eight teams into the dance this year. I have three of them winning their first round games, and I only have one going on to the second weekend. I disagree with Mac personally. Um, and me. I locked and, up. Well, I, I, he used a lot of the fact was the facts, the nuggets that I was going to throw out there to back Penn State. I think this Penn State team is a lot like last year's North Carolina Tar Heels. They were rolling at the end of the year, and they fell in that ACC championship game. Mm. Penn State this year, all five can shoot the three ball. Texas A&M got their ass kicked by Alabama in the SEC championship game. That's a team that I compare them quite a bit pieces-wise. They don't have the talent that Alabama does. They have Jalen Pickett, who can back himself up into the paint, and he's a great distributor of the ball to all four shooters on this team. I like Penn State actually quite a bit. I'm I'm not locking Lock Penn battle. State. No, Ooh, I'm not yeah. locking Penn State, but I I I don't like Texas you go on the here. island. I here. think Texas A&M is <laughs> a pretty uh popular favorite to win this Penn game. Penn State 239th on defense. That's the concern and also a terrible rebounding team. Me- meanwhile, that's the strength of Texas A&M. They played in the Big 10 all year and yeah. the Big 10 has a lot of bigs. The sure. rebounding didn't bother them the whole year. Sure. I like Dexter Dennis. I think he can match Jalen Pickett. He's got the size, athleticism to at least not be able to just get back down like some of these other teams that have got back down by Jalen Pickett. Let's go. Final game on the slate, Sacramento, California, 705 tip on the West, 10 p.m. or 1005 on the East. My boys, the Bulldogs of UNC Asheville are catching 17 and a half against UCLA. Tiger Campbell 
and, uh, you know, Jaime Jaquez. They feel like they've been in college since John Wooden was there. Uh, I mean, you, you know, we got the injuries with UCLA, but that yeah. didn't really hurt them too much. Jalen Clark, though, yes. Uh, and then I always forget the other guy's name. It's Majakin or whatever. I, I, I always butcher it. But uh, Isn't it Adam Bona? Bona. Yeah. Bona. yeah. Bona. Bona got hurt. Well, no, they have three guys. They have three guys on the injury uh, report. Um, oh, no. Yeah, no yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, either way, UNC Asheville's catching 17 and a half points. They got my guy, Drew Pember. I think it's too much. I think UCLA is going to win this game, but I think it's going to be about like 12, 13, 14. Give me Asheville. Not going to fade them now. Uh, will there be UCLA fans in Sacramento? Probably, right? They, they, they're they not going up to Sacramento, are they? They, they might they, go. They're too good for that. They're like, ah, yeah. wine and cheese. Napa State Valley's not close or not far by, though. So yeah. I could see them saying, honey, <laughs> what if we go check out a new Merlot? For the weekend. Right? Let's yeah. go. Uh, and then they'll slide on over to Sacramento and they'll watch this game. But Asheville covers. What are you doing? I, I think Arizona's got more fans than UCLA there. Oh, certainly. I, I yeah. think this is similar to Arizona-Princeton. I think this game is a two-possession, maybe even one-possession. I think. Remember, UCLA last year trailed Akron for the entire first round or for, for the whole— uh, Most of the whole like, game, th- yeah. 36-plus yeah. minutes. I think—I don't think it's going to be that close, but I think Asheville's going to take him. They're going to compete in this game, and actually, this is potential lock-worthy. Oh, Noah, what do you think? This is potential lock worthy, and Bona is questionable with yeah. that injury. He's going to have to trail Pember if yeah. he does play, yeah. and he's not at 100%. Yeah. That's that's huge, yeah. in my opinion. I, I like UNC Asheville to keep this one close for sure. Well, we agree there. Let's lock that. Let's, Let's just go. do it. Let's just do it. It's March, man. The Bulldogs of Asheville. And if you've been to Asheville, North Carolina, it's kind of like the hippie town of the South. All right? So when they go over to Sat, they're gonna fly into San Francisco probably. Right? Might drop a little acid. You know. Something like that. Maybe have sex with a homeless person. Right? Then they'll move right along over into Sacramento. And feel at home. Give me UNC Asheville to get it done. And that is our slate. All right. I mean, should we rattle off? Let's go through the lock. Let's I'm locking it. up UNC Asheville plus 17 and a half. I'm locking up AM minus three. I am locking up Boise State to get it done against Northwestern. I am locking up uh, San Diego State minus five and a half against Charleston. And those are the breaks. Uh, what are you locking up here? I'm going to lead it off with my guy. Bob Huggins, Mountaineers, Mountain Mama, lock it up over the Maryland Terrapins. I'm locking up Furman. I think that they got a chance to win this game, and I think they will win this game over the Wahoos of Virginia. Utah State over Missouri as well. Uh, Also, we're all locking up San Diego State over Charleston in the public dog game. Also, Princeton keeps it close with Arizona there. Uh, Oh, my favorite 12-5 game. I got Oral Roberts, baby. I think they knock off the Dukies and John Shire's first NCAA tournament game. I'm on the Boise State Broncos over Northwestern. And my final lock was Texas A&M, the buzz all over Penn State. And I'm sorry, I also locked up Asheville with you guys mm, against mm. UCLA. There we go. Noah, fire away with your locks. Yeah, so I, I attack it a little bit different. I don't do a buckshot shotgun spread like these guys do. I will be betting or having a little bit of a piece on every game, and that's called the first half unders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, yep. uh, for, for me, the locks on the games, San Diego State minus five and a half. 
Texas minus 13 and a half. Boise State plus one and a half. There we go. Oh. He does not have the buck shot, but he's got, you know, he's got some strong plays there. A little PP7. <laughs> All right. Uh, folks, we appreciate you. The chat's been rocking. The chat's been awesome. Remember, folks, we are here at the wind in Las Vegas. What? The next, all the way to Friday. Friday night, we're even doing a show here. Come by, say hello. We'll buy you a beer. All right? What are you doing? Come say hello. Give you a sticker, too. Yeah, give you a, there you go. Give you a <laughs> sticker. All right? What's not, everyone loves stickers. You can put that in your thermos, your cooler, your car. You know, we got you covered. All right? But, uh, yeah, um, please, come by. We're also at, at uh, we're going to be at the Circa on the Greg Peterson Show uh, Thursday. So, come by if you're in the area. Let's go. We got this thing. Uh, also, check out the college football experience and the college baseball experience. You know, Noah Beanick hosts the college baseball experience. Yes, and he's got East Carolina winning the national championship. Um, and, uh, you know, guys, it wouldn't be the show if, it, if I didn't uh, crowbar this in. There we go. Should have been in the NIT. It would have put up more of a fight than Mississippi State did tonight. Oh, Could have made a layup sure. or a free throw. For sure. <laughs> Their uh, offense isn't the issue for uh, ECU. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, also, check out all Moneyline Max work. He's the host of the NFL Gambling Podcast. He is the host of the Ryan and Russ show. And check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. We just did a show with Jay Billis. All right? Come on. Guys won a national championship. Get on over there. Check it out. All right? Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com or just listen to the Sports Gambling Podcast with the j Bills. Do a little search on that. You'll see it. You'll find it. Uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the, in the Google Play Store or iStore, iPhone Store, the Apple Store. You know what I'm talking about. All right? Uh, also, come talk college hoops with us in the, in the Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Any sport, really, but college hoops, I think you'll dig it. We're always in there talking, talking games, action, NIT, CBI, CIT. We got it all covered. All right, until next time, tomorrow night, this is the College Basketball Experience. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. So I can't be found I'm on a worldwide tour Touring every fucking curtain down They say the Lord watches over my sins Over my head Watching hair as it thins Over the ledge And ain't letting me in There's still regiments and relevance To letting me win Win, win, lose or draw You ain't prepared unless you are ready to lose it all Losing a brawl? Yeah, that's a ride today Good friends know my Nina hideaway